Welcome into Ram Showcase, Rams fans. My name is Sheriff Joe Bags. On this episode of Ram Showcase, we catch up on the latest news with the LA Rams. Plus, Lance McCutcheon steals the show, but is it enough to make the 53-man roster? And later, with one preseason game in the books, we take a look at who is helping themselves. If you have not yet already, make sure you subscribe to Ram Showcase on YouTube and follow Ram Showcase on all your favorite social media outlets. That would be at Ram Showcase, or you can follow myself at Sheriff Joe Bags. Ram Showcase does officially have t-shirts, by the way. There is information in the description below, no matter where you are hearing me, or we will also talk about that a little bit later. Just a disclaimer before we go ahead and get started. Uh, I am still uh, dealing with COVID, so I do apologize if I'm... Uh, if my voice seems a little bit weird or maybe I'm coughing off off of uh, the microphone or anything like that, I will mute those all out uh, as we uh, go along. But just a, a little bit of a heads up. Uh, we're still dealing with a little bit of a fever and the cough. But other than that, doing fine. So I uh, have no worries there. Let's go ahead and get started with the news. The NFL top 100 list revealed the first 50 names, which is really quite the change from the just 10 at a time that we were used to. They were done in an hour long show. But Former Rams and potentially future Rams wide receiver Odell Beckham Jr. does land at number 90 on the NFL's top 100. Former Rams linebacker Von Miller sits at number 93 overall. The top 50 has yet to be revealed, but uh, multiple Rams are expected to be in those uh, top 50 names. Jalen Ramsey, Aaron Donald, Matthew Stafford, Cooper Cup, and newcomer Bobby Wagner all should be revealed at a later date. Second-year defensive tackle Bobby Brown left the first preseason game with an angle ankle injury, and uh, we do know it is a sprain. Uh, we actually don't know yet uh, the timetable on his return, but per the NFL, he is allowed to still rehab at the facility, even if that injury does take him into the regular season, where he is suspended for the first six games. Uh, so he will, no matter what, be missing the first six games. So at least he does have a little bit of time to to heal up that ankle, but of course we don't like to see injuries. Uh, so that's unfortunate for uh, defensive tackle Bobby Brown. Luckily for the Rams perspective, uh, that is a, a position that the Rams definitely are loaded at Rams cornerback Jalen Ramsey, along with some other NFL secondary players uh, with the chargers, Derwin James and the Titans, Kevin Bayard are part of a group of investors becoming owners in the national cycling League, So kind of diversifying a little bit. And I fully support NFL players uh, spreading their wings in a business sense. So uh, no word on what this what this necessarily looks like uh, for Jalen Ramsey, but uh, all indications would say that uh, this is this is a business move. And I would expect any like big uh, participation from Jalen Ramsey or the other NFL players to happen post career. All right, some media outlets have picked up the story that the Rams are going to play 10 regular season games at SoFi Stadium this season. Predictably, many fans have voiced that they uh, do not believe that this is fair for the defending Super Bowl champions to play uh, in their home stadium so many times in one season. We knew, though, that this was going to happen. The Rams uh, playing so many games at SoFi, SoFi Stadium this season is uh, simply based on the rotation of the schedule. It worked out, out for the Rams uh, that this season the NFC plays nine home games while one of their road games uh, also happens to be at the Chargers. Uh, the rotation works out that this will be the case every eight years for the LA Rams and will also benefit the New York Jets starting in 2027, barring any schedule updates uh, by the NFL. There is some belief that the NFL will eventually move 
to an 18-game season. Although there is no public information on a timeline uh, of when this will change, uh, the NFL recently removed one preseason game and added one regular season game. Uh, but if I had to guess, I would say that eventually we will land on two preseason games and an 18 uh, game regular season with two bye weeks. And I wanted to try to explain uh, the way that this uh, this works out for the L.A. Rams um, and uh it makes sense in my head, so I, I apologize if it, if it's if it's kind of confusing. Uh, I feel free to reach out and try to like ask me questions if any uh, any part of this doesn't make sense. But uh, with the way that the NFL schedule rotates, uh, the Rams will play the Chargers every every four seasons, and will host the Chargers every eight seasons. So. Uh, every eight seasons will also be the road team, but every other year, uh, the NFC gets nine home games. So every eight years that will land on every time that the Rams play the Chargers, that will land on a season where the Rams get an extra home game. Uh, so it will never benefit the Chargers because when the Chargers are playing at the LA Rams, that will already be a season that the Rams are playing nine home games. So uh, unfortunately for the Chargers, uh, they do get kind of the short end of the stick on this deal. And also for the New York Jets, they also get the short end of the stick on this deal while the Jets or uh, excuse me, the Giants get the short end of the stick where the Jets actually will uh, also uh, starting in 2027 and then every eight years from then uh, will will get 10 uh, games in their home stadium, although one of those games is officially a road game. It also worked out for the LA Rams this year that the Rams played at the Chargers in the preseason as well. So 12 home games uh, for the Rams, essentially uh, 10 SoFi games for the Rams this season. If any part of that doesn't make sense or if you would like me to clarify any further points on that, uh, feel free to comment or to reach out and I'm happy to answer any of those questions. It kind of, Like I said, it kind of makes sense in my head, uh, but it's, it's a little bit weird to describe and explain exactly Exactly what is happening with the NFL schedule. Now, the Chargers can eventually get uh, an extra home game uh, based off of this if the the if they are playing at the the Rams for their bonus game. Uh, but the only way, like for the same place finisher game, not the regular rotation where the the Rams are playing against the AFC West, but like how the Rams are playing the Bills this year, uh, they are not playing the rest of that division. So. Uh, that's how it can work out to help the Chargers, but uh, fortunately for the Los Angeles Rams, this does just benefit us for the moment until the schedule potentially does get updated. Real fast before we move on, just some quick transactions. Uh, the first cut date of the season did just pass on Tuesday, and the Rams' first five cuts include uh, punter and kicker Cameron Dicker, offensive tackle Adrian Ely, quarterback Luis Perez, tight end Jamal Pettigrew, and defensive back Caesar Dancy Williams. Really no surprises here. Uh, didn't really anticipate any of these guys making the final 53, so to see them cut at this point, not exactly a surprise. What does this mean for Game 2, though? It's uh, very likely that the Rams will not go into preseason game two with just one active quarterback with Bryce Perkins. So that begs the question, did Bryce Perkins do enough in game one to potentially open up a battle for quarterback two? Let's keep our eyes on the playing time for both Bryce Perkins and John Wolford against the Houston Texans this weekend, as that could actually tell us uh, potentially where this battle is going. All right. Uh, next up, we are going to talk about the 
uh, the 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 explosion of of excitement that has uh, included one young Rams wide receiver in the first preseason game. So hang tight. Welcome back to Rams Showcase. I am Sheriff Joe Bags. I, like many Rams fans, watched the Rams' first preseason game. It's an exciting time. The Rams just won the Super Bowl. We are back to football after a long summer. And I began watching the game the same way that I always do, reminding people to not overreact. I even tweeted out that this team went 0-3 last year in the preseason and that that seemed to turn out okay. I begin the game uh, watching the same way that I always do, just kind of sitting back and enjoying some football. Uh, It's a game that you don't get necessarily too crazy about. Uh, It's preseason. It doesn't matter if the Rams win or lose. I really don't care. I genuinely don't care if the Rams win or lose these games. Um, I'm just kind of looking for people to pop, and it absolutely happened. Benton Whitley, uh, Robert Rochelle, Darian Kendrick, Bobby Evans, Bryce Perkins, and yes, Lance McCutcheon. Absolutely. I found myself during the game uh, kind of getting swept away by the excitement of uh, of McCutcheon, after, especially after that, that, that touchdown, that long touchdown down the left side where he caught the ball, which was extremely tough catch, uh, and then broke away from two Chargers defenders, ended up uh, scoring a touchdown. My brain immediately went to where can this guy fit into the 53-man roster? And then the game ended. I went to social media, absolutely buzzing on McCutcheon. Saw a bunch of things. I called him Lance McClutchin. Um, I saw Lance McCatchin. Uh, there was a bunch of sweet nicknames for, for Lance after this one, and for good reason. He had an awesome performance. More time passed, and I kept remembering what would need to happen for McCutcheon to A, make this roster, and B, have any real impact on this year and quickly realized that while it's not impossible, it is certainly unlikely. The Rams' current wide receiver room includes Cooper Cup, Allen Robinson, Van Jefferson, Ben Skoranek, Tutu Atwell, Landon Akers, and Austin Trammell, along with Lance McCutcheon. So we know also that second-year wide receiver Jacob Harris has been taking wide receiver reps in camp, and also let's not forget that kick returner and punt returner Brandon Powell is officially listed as a wide receiver and is taking up a spot uh, in that in that regard. Head coach Sean McVay says that Lance McCutcheon has a very real chance of making the final 53-man roster, and I do believe him. I don't think it's impossible. Um, I mean, I've been critical of wide receiver Ben Skoranek and wide receiver Tutu Atwell. Ben needed to work on his hands, but we have no evidence to say that he didn't take that serious uh, all offseason and corrected that issue. Tutu Atwell coming off an injury uh, didn't really pop last year, but all indicates all, all all reports indicate that he absolutely could pop this year. And there's a that's the reason he didn't play in the first preseason game, despite reports entering the game that he would uh, is simply because of how he's been a- able to perform in uh, the preseason. None of uh uh, that would also put Lance. Uh, so that would put Lance McCutcheon on the depth chart right now. If he were to make the final 53 man roster, he would be behind Cooper Cup, Allen Robinson, Van Jefferson, Ben Skoranek, and Tutu Atwell. Um, I don't see that necessarily changing throughout the preseason, uh, considering all five of those guys did not play uh, in the preseason and and we're not expecting that their their roster spots are in any kind of jeopardy. Yes, that does include Skoranek and Tutu Atwell. Uh, I feel like that needs to be clarified right now uh, based on the vibe of the internet right now uh, of Rams fans and, and their, their hype on uh, Lance McCutcheon. None of this also includes uh, the perspective uh, that 
wide receiver Odell Beckham Jr. could be returning to the Los Angeles Rams. And while he is recovering from an ACL, he would return at some point and the Rams would need a roster spot uh, at that point. So uh, it's it's not necessarily a sure thing, but it is absolutely still possible. So from the Rams perspective, uh, it appears that we have maybe found a little bit of a gem uh, who is a little is still a little bit raw. Um, but he has shown some great skills. Uh, and when you have those kind of skills, you can absolutely develop into quite the monster um, if he can continues on his current path. So uh, it would be awesome to be able to stash him until we need him. But how long would that take, do you think? From the Lance McCutcheon perspective, uh, what would be a better career trajectory? Would it be to get stashed at the low end of the Rams final 53-man roster or potentially practice squad? Wear street clothes on game days because your listed is inactive, uh, hoping to one day get a shot in a weird way. Also, that kind of means you're hoping for something bad to happen to your team. Uh, maybe you're maybe you're not openly hoping for an injury, but maybe an injury kind of benefits your career. So in the back of your mind, you're kind of hoping that something might happen uh, that would be disastrous for the Los Angeles Rams. Or maybe would it be better uh, to get waived, find a team where maybe he can wiggle his way into me, maybe being a number four, because I'm not ready to overreact on one preseason game. So I would say right now, that's about where I would put him. Uh, he could wiggle his way into a four on a team that is looking for wide receivers and potentially more as the season goes on. Of course, pe- people can get better uh, as time goes on, especially with new coaching. You get more comfortable into a system. Uh, maybe he could start as a four and then, you know, maybe maybe he is that guy. Maybe he is awesome and maybe he is a future Hall of Famer. After one preseason game, I'm not ready to say all that stuff yet, but um but you know what? Maybe maybe if he can get a, get into a four in a good spot and then uh, maybe work his way up. Uh, there's certainly teams who have enough of a lack of talent uh, that if he were to keep on working and progressing, he could maybe work his way into a starting job. Uh, three teams that just kind of pop off the top of my head uh, would be the Kansas City Chiefs with, you know, losing Tyree Kill. McCole Hardman got carted off today. Uh, you got the Denver Broncos losing Tim Patrick. That's definitely a spot. The Green Bay Packers. Uh, their best wide receiver is Sammy Watkins and Rams fans know him. Um, he kind of seems to get really hyped wherever he goes uh, and then ultimately kind of disappoints. So my prediction for Lance McCutcheon is that he will get cut by the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, has he shown enough to be, to be picked up by another team uh, after just one explosive explosive preseason game? Maybe, but also maybe not. Um you know, we, we kind of saw what happened with Nelson Spruce. Uh, he had an awesome preseason. He was looking great. One-handed catches. He was scoring touchdowns uh, and still didn't really end up having any kind of real career on any team, not just uh, with the L.A. Rams. So uh, these next two games are going to be absolutely huge for Lance. Uh, and every snap now is going to be critical for his career because let's let's keep in mind that if uh, if he does, if he comes into the, the second preseason game and has one catch for six yards, the conversation is going to be is like, oh, that was a one off that, that immediately is going to be that that's going to be the conversation. I go 50 percent of his games. He's good. And in 50 percent, he gets one catch for six yards. So if he is able to do more than that, um, of course, those those averages will will kind of even themselves out over time. But um, that's that's something to keep in mind as well, that every single time that he now touches the field uh, based on the Internet response to what he did in week one, uh, the 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 expectations are now sky high and anything under what he did in that first game 
is ultimately a disappointment. And I, I, I'm not speaking for myself in that regard. I'm speaking for the general vibe of the internet, not necessarily any one person in particular uh, about the excitement level of, of Lance. But let's not pretend like uh, one explosive preseason game means that Lance is being fitted for his gold jacket. I'm not here to knock the guy. He played an awesome game. Um, but also like many others, uh, there was other players that did a really good job as well. Whitley is not getting nearly enough conversation. I think that he was basically the defensive Lance McCutcheon in this game. Uh, but because McCutcheon scoring touchdowns and, uh, getting the highlight reels going, um, I, I think he's just getting kind of talked about a little bit more there, but Hey, I also got swept away by the excitement of Rams football being back. Um, but let's remember, we also didn't see any of our best players on the field on Saturday. And we also didn't see any of the chargers best players on the field on Saturday. So we didn't see Lance McCutcheon running routes with Allen Robinson and Cooper cup. We didn't see Lance McCutcheon be covered by JC Jackson with Derwin James over the top. So that stuff has to be considered. I absolutely wish Lance McCutcheon an awesome career. I, uh, whether that's with the LA Rams or with maybe another NFL team from our perspective, from the Rams perspective, I hope that we stash him on this roster and keep progressing him with our own coaches, keep him here, keep him with our guys, uh, keep him in our offense. And then when we need to call upon him, uh, he already is ready to go from his perspective. Uh, the Rams are absolutely loaded at the wide receiver spot and uh, I hope he gets waived and I hope he gets the opportunity to play some football somewhere else. Um, one thing I, I, I don't want any of this uh, conversation to be misunderstood at all. So I want to kind of clarify some points. Uh, what I am not saying is that I don't want Lance McCutcheon on this Rams roster. What I am saying is that I would like to see him have a good career, no matter what team that is on whether that's us or whether that's somewhere else. What I am not saying is that Lance McCutcheon didn't do enough to make this roster. Um, what I am saying is that our roster is absolutely stacked at the wide receiver spots. And uh, if he does make it, do we really think he would have an impact this year? Like I had already mentioned, uh, we have Cooper cup, Allen Robinson, Van Jefferson, Ben Skoranek, Tutu Atwell. That already puts Lance McCutcheon at number six. If OBJ comes back, that puts Lance McCutcheon at number seven. If, if Jacob Harris, uh, who we do anticipate would have a little bit larger role uh, this year than he did last year, where does that put Lance McCutcheon? Maybe still seven, but maybe eight also. Uh, and also let's not forget that we still need a roster spot four wide receiver and uh, kick returner, Brandon Powell. So that would be nine. Uh, and that's just not a number that I see the Rams sticking with at the wide receiver spot. As we uh, hit the final 53 man roster, you're going to need uh, to, to ultimately decide if you want to keep Lance McCutcheon, who leaves? Because that, that is the question. A uh, 53 man roster, you are cutting good players. That's as simple as that. And Lance McCutcheon just might, be one of those. Uh, you can say that he's better than Skoranek right now, but um, I'm absolutely going to disagree with that. Benny Sko, uh, he does have some Super Bowl experience. And while I have been critical of Sko and his uh, pass drops at critical times, and I think that that's the that's the uh, part that uh, for myself that's getting misunderstood when uh, on the conversation of Ben Skoranek is simply the timing of his drops are pretty poor. Uh, he's had multiple end zone drops, which of course is you're just losing points off the board at that point. And, and then in the Super Bowl, um, the, the, the Bengals offense comes out and they gain momentum immediately on a blown penalty call, of course, by the, by the refs on Jalen Ramsey, but Hey, it happens. We get them too. uh, they'll, 
Other teams will get them. We'll get them. It's uh, refs mess up. That's just a thing that happens. But what the refs didn't mess up was Ben Skoranek for some reason going with one hand on that uh, catch attempt and then propping it right up to a Bengals player, uh, losing a good chunk of momentum for the LA Rams. Fortunately, they were able to get it back, but he does have that experience. He's been in this roster now for over a year. Uh, He's got the big game experience. Um, uh, he played in a Super Bowl. That's absolutely huge. Uh, Lance has one big game uh, over a young secondary in one preseason game. So I would say maybe let's just let's just rein it in just a little bit. He at best at best at the maximum right now. Uh, he would be our sixth wide receiver uh, all season long, uh, barring an injury. Plus, you also have Brandon Powell to worry about as well. So do I think that Lance McCutcheon makes this roster? No. Ultimately, that's it. No. All right. Ram Showcase does have t-shirts officially. Special shout out to AJ with All Pro Sports helping us out with this one. Uh, we've been teaming up this year. Uh, I What I can say, um, I have gotten questions about the quality of these t-shirts. What I can say, that was absolutely part of the conversation. Me and AJ absolutely talked about uh, the quality he even sent me some out uh, so that I could feel them for myself. Uh, he's got the information on what all that fancy stuff means. I know one's a 5248, if that means something to you. Uh, and then there's also a tri-blend. It's super soft, real nice shirt. Uh, that's so far my favorite one uh, that I like. So, hey, feel free to to uh, reach out to AJ if you do have questions involving any t-shirts. I will put some up on screen. We have three different colors in two different styles. What I can say about one of these styles is... Uh, that the uh, that the palm trees are included uh, to kind of mimic a little bit in the slightest way uh, the Rams Super Bowl ring. So it's kind of just a little bit of a nod to uh, the Super Bowl ring there. But two different styles in three different colors. We got the blue, we have the bone, and we also have the black, which is kind of a standard here at Rams Showcase, the black and white look. So uh, all you need to do is email AJ directly at uh, aj.rsgear at gmail.com to put in your order. Shirts are $25 a piece. And like I said, these things are, they're awesome. They feel great. And if I don't, if I do say so myself, they look uh, pretty freaking cool. So <laughs> order uh, today and uh, make sure that also if you are if you are a purchaser of a Ram Showcase shirt, I am going to work on a Ram Showcase commercial, but I, I need you. I need I need you to send me in photos or videos of you rocking your stuff. Maybe you're throwing around a football. Maybe you're just lounging on the couch. You're eating Doritos or something like that. I want to use your photos in the commercial. Show people all the awesome ways that they can actually be used. So uh, put in your order. And uh, I what I can say also is uh, all you with. With you ordering a Ram Showcase t-shirt, you guys have absolutely no idea how much that helps the show here. Uh, It helps AJ uh, quite a bit as well. And like I said, you look awesome. So it's a pretty big deal. All right. um, Next up, we'll take a peek at some position battles and uh, who to watch for as the Rams take on the Texans this weekend. Welcome back into Ram Showcase on Sports War Radio on the Fan Side Network. I am Sheriff Joe Bags. If you are hearing the audio only version of this, great news. There's a YouTube channel. Make sure you search Rams Showcase on YouTube and subscribe there. We put up a full video version of the podcast as well as break it up into little clips. If you are watching on YouTube, good news. There's an audio version only. Uh, it is available everywhere on the Fan Side Network, which would be uh, ramblinfan.com. It is embedded directly there. 
Also available on Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Play, iHeartRadio, wherever you already find your favorite podcast, you can find the audio version as well. All right, let's go ahead and take a look at uh, some position battles here. As uh, Mainly, this is based off of last week and what we saw. Um, not necessarily a stock up, stock down, um, simply because I, I, that's generic and <laughs> who doesn't do stock up, stock down. So uh, just some guys that I wanted to mention and uh, to, to talk about just a little bit. So we'll start with wide receiver Tutu Atwell. Uh, him not playing was an indication that he should get more playing time on the offensive side of the football this year and uh, not necessarily at returner. So that is a positive right guard. Logan Bruss. He definitely had his moments. He had some good push on the AJ Rose touchdown. Uh, but ultimately, I do think that Shelton will get this job, uh, the the starting job. And I think we'll see him sit there for a while, um, possibly the whole season that we'll see uh, Coleman Shelton in that spot. But we also have to watch the development of Logan Bruss. Bruss, uh, I think he just showed that uh, he does still need a little bit of time to work on some things. Uh, and uh, if he can do that quickly, he should be fine. Um, Bruss looked like he was losing his balance. Uh, there was, of course, a sack that he gave up that he got absolutely bull rushed on. Uh, and then some other times he was just missing some assignments and uh, a lot of it looked like footwork to me. So I would imagine that that would be a point of emphasis, uh, but also I don't know what the plays were. I don't know what necessarily he was told to do. Uh, the mistakes could have been in a couple different areas, uh, but based on what we can see, what we do know, uh, it did look like that there was a, there was one stunt pla- stunt rush uh, that he didn't pass it off to, to the right tackle. And then of course him getting bull rushed, but Hey, there was some positives, especially in the running game. There were some positives. Uh, I liked him uh, kind of clearing some clearing some ways on the ground. Uh, his pass blocking is uh, what I think he does, does need a little bit of work on. Darian Kendrick and Kobe Durant, uh, they both looked fine. Uh, Kendrick looked a lot better uh, of between the two. I would say uh, Durant looked, he took some bad angles on some tackles. Uh, he had some whiffs on some tackles, uh, but ultimately it was his first preseason game. Um, I think he's going to be fine. Uh, DK, he definitely looked solid. He looked good in coverage. He had great angles, uh, looked like he was strong at the, at the tackle. Uh, so that's uh, good to see. And after seeing Durant's mic'd up, um, I definitely, I love how excited he is. He, he looks pumped to be in the NFL. He looks pumped to be a Los Angeles Ram. He looks pumped that SoFi Stadium is his home. Um, I, that's all absolutely awesome. Um, there was one shot, though. And what I'll say about uh, the as I watched uh, Durant's mic'd up is uh, what I kept on wanting was I kept on wanting him to get into the game uh, and not into the moment. And uh, there's, of course, so many things that we did not see. It's only about a four minute clip in a three hour long game. There is so much that we didn't see uh, so many comments that we didn't see. Um, I What I really liked is him on special teams. I thought his effort level there was way, way up uh, from what we saw on the defensive side of the football. Um, but also, I don't know what the plays were. I don't know what he was asked to do. That's a whole different uh, ball game there. Um, but there was just a lot of comments about like, man, we made it. We made it. We did it. And it just kind of reminded me of those uh, Cooper Cup comments where he's like, this is not making it. This is not the destination. Like, this is now you. This is the beginning of it now. And Durant definitely doesn't have that mindset, but um, mindsets can absolutely change. So uh, I'm, I'm interested to see how uh, how he develops and how he goes on to uh, in the future of, of these, especially these next two preseason games. Uh, is he starstruck by the NFL or is he going to finally start just playing some ball and there was one scene in there specifically that i wanted to mention that i even paused it and it was like kind of looking at like you like this is not a good look like and and i hate to say that because it's it's 
I mean, people say that about like everything. Uh, like I saw somebody say that the fact that there was a number 40 out there in preseason, they're like, this is not a good look. Like, like there's people out there being like, what? There's a 40 out there for the Rams. Screw that. Like we're getting canceled because we got to know. Anyway. Um, any, but uh, there was there was a shot in uh, in his mic'd up and feel free to look it up yourself where he's sitting there and he's he's telling somebody he's looking up and he's like, man, I can't believe we made it like we're here. We're doing this. And in that same shot, not part of the attention, you're not getting your attention drawn to it. You have Darian Kendrick talking with Jalen Ramsey. And I don't know what that conversation was. Uh, it could have been like, hey, man, I really I really got to use the restroom right now like that. Do, do you think we'll get out of here quick or is that OK to like maybe that was the conversation? I don't actually know if it was a serious football conversation, but the way that their uh, facial expressions looked, uh, I would assume that it was a more serious conversation. Meanwhile, you have Durant just kind of soaking in the sights. So uh, I think that that was uh, reflected in the play on the field uh, by both of these players. And I don't want to say that Durant had a bad game because he definitely did not. And I'm really excited to see him progress because we've heard very, very positive things uh, out of camp from him. So uh, that's good to, good to hear. But I also, I would say that Kendrick is ahead by a lot right now. I think he's more motivated. I think he's more into it. I think he's not necessarily starstruck about being in the NFL. I think he's just ready to put his head down and get to work. So that is one uh, position uh, that I'm keeping eyes on quite a bit as we move forward. Cornerback uh, Robert Rochelle, he looked awesome. All right, he looked like he's ready to play. Uh, he looks like he's ready to start some games. He looked fast. He looked smooth. He looked hungry. Um, I'm really excited to see Robert Rochelle. I'm actually, you know what? I take that back. I'm excited to not see Robert Rochelle. We don't need to see him in these preseason games because I think he's going to be a real contributor this year. Quarterback uh, Bryce Perkins, uh, what? He, you know what? He did what Perkins does. And I've seen a lot of people say like Bryce Perkins stock is going up. It's going up. It's going. I didn't see anything from Bryce Perkins that I haven't come to expect from Bryce Perkins. Bryce Perkins is good at football. And we saw that again on Saturday. So, um, you know what? Maybe his stock is up. Maybe he is doing a better job. Uh, but I'm not, I'm not surprised by anything that I've seen from Bryce Perkins. He is good at football. He's a good quarterback. So, you know what? I, I think that I myself, I was watching it and it was like, OK, yeah, Bryce Perkins is still Bryce Perkins. That's cool. And then everybody's kind of been uh, hyping him a lot, which is awesome to see. I mean, he, it's it's time he he deserves a little bit more attention than uh, being the third string quarterback on uh, on on uh, the, the L.A. Rams. So, uh, th like I said earlier, it's going to kind of interesting to see. It's going to be kind of interesting to see how the snaps are dispersed in uh, this next preseason game as now there is no more Luis Perez. So is Perkins going to play the entire thing? I would guess so. But if Wolf comes in at all, and if they split time evenly, kind of feels like there's a real battle there. Uh, but Bryce Perkins did not surprise me. Wide receiver Lance McCutcheon, of course, we already did discuss him, uh, but absolutely helped himself. Um, he's headed in the right direction, and that's that's really all you can ask for. He had a two-touchdown performance and a two-point conversion, uh, so obviously an awesome spot. It's just a very, very tough uh, room to get into uh, as an undrafted rookie, uh, that Rams wide receiver room. And then linebacker Benton Whitley, uh, he was creating con consistent pressure early, uh, and, you know, opposite of Daniel Hardy, who also played, played really well. Those two rushers there looked awesome, but Whitley especially stood out to me to the point, And I'll be honest here. This is not necessarily, necessarily something that I'm proud to admit, um, be, because I am the host of Ram showcase. But when I saw 51 bolting into the back, uh, to the backfield like that, I had to look him up and 
you know, pleasantly surprised. And I hope that Whitley keeps on doing what he's doing. Um, I would like to see him potentially uh, get some more, more chances uh, to, to try to make this roster because that is also, uh, it's not necessarily as loaded as the wide receiver room as far as like top end potential future hall of fame talent levels with guys like Cooper cup. Uh, but it is a pretty, it's, it's a deep spot for the, for the LA Rams. When you got, you know, Leonard Floyd, you got Justin Hollins, you have Terrell Lewis, um, you got Chris Garrett. They, I mean, it's a, it's a spot that the Rams have some guys in, uh, ultimately some unproven guys, but, um, that is exactly why I think Benton Whitley could possibly get himself into that conversation. Um, I would like to see him get home. Uh, he was getting pressure, but not necessarily getting home. Uh, but he was definitely speeding up that quarterback's clock for sure. All right, we'll wrap up here with uh, who to watch against the Houston Texans. Uh, we're going to take a look at the quarterbacks. Uh, it is possible that we did see enough from Bryce Perkins in the first preseason game to open up a quarterback battle between Bryce Perkins and the current QB2, John Wolford. Ow. Uh, although I do anticipate the Wolf ow, to win that position and be QB2 as we enter week one. Taking a look at the running back position uh, with some injuries this week from our top guys. Looks like some tough, soft tissue issues for uh, both Cam Akers and Daryl Henderson. Uh, looking to see if any of these guys can pop. It was a pretty standard first preseason game. No one really did anything uh, that was like, holy crap, we need to get this guy some some more snaps. But, you know, Jake Funk looked he looked strong. So that was encouraging to see. Um, but uh, just maybe some more from maybe a guy like AJ Rose, if we can see him. I, I mean, he looked he looked solid and especially that touchdown run. I liked the way that he used his vision there. He bounced off a guy and then uh, was able to uh, keep his nose uh, going north, uh, seeking out that end zone, which was really good to see. Logan Bruss, uh, definitely one to watch. Uh, number 60 at that right guard spot after a bit of a shaky first preseason game. I'm looking to see what he has worked on this week. And it, that is how fast it is in the NFL. You need to be able to do it week to week. You need to be able to get better week to week, especially when your first game looks like that. So that is one thing that I am looking for when it comes to Logan Bruss, uh, looking to see if he has um, kind of reined in some, uh, some of those mistakes. Maybe it was just a little bit of a, of a, of excitement. Maybe it was a, that, you know, that, that Durant kind of thing where he's like, Holy crap, I'm in the NFL. And maybe just, Maybe just needs a little bit of time, but that footwork, I would like to see that. So that's what something that I'll be kind of keeping my eyes on the young cornerbacks, Kendrick and Durant. Uh, they will be again, are quite the focus. Uh, Kendrick will look to build on a strong first game while I'm looking to see if Durant will still be starstruck by the NFL or if he's ready to settle in and just start playing some ball and at wide receiver can Lance McCutcheon do it again after another strong performance. Uh, and will any of the other guys stick out? Will uh, Akers stand out? Will Trammell stick out? It was weird to see Trammell rocking the number four. <laughs> um, but again, uh, eventually you're you like we have so many team or so many guys right now uh, entering that game. We had 90. Uh, so you are going to have some uh, some repeat numbers, especially when you do have numbers that are retired. Of course, 40 is no longer retired, uh, stuff like that. So you are going to see some repeat numbers. That is a little odd, I know, um, but uh, it, it is uh, what it is. All right, that is going to do it for me. Make sure you follow the Ram Showcase on all your favorite social media. That's at Ram Showcase everywhere, or you can follow myself at Sheriff Joe Bags everywhere. Thank you so much for hanging out, Rams fans. For those of you who aren't Rams fans, our thoughts and prayers are with you. For those of you who are Rams fans, thanks so much for watching and go Rams. Thank you.